Welcome to episode 85 of the Clarity Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly, and I got a question. Is it the end of the brand era? Clarity can only really exist in the light of truth. Branding just isn't a tactic. It's a lifestyle change. Today's moment of clarity comes in the form of a question. And the question is, do you really know? At work and in life and relationships all the time, we get frustrated over things that other people do. But if you're frustrated today or in the season, ask yourself the question, do I really know what's going on in that person's life? And do a little bit of work, a little bit of empathy, and see if you can't figure out why the person is acting that way. And maybe they need a help. Maybe they need some understanding. Maybe they have some deep hurt going on. And with a little bit of work, you might just be able to move the ball forward in a more positive way that everyone can feel better about. I'm so excited for what he's going to show me. Hurry up and show me Paul's pick. Okay, Paul's pick for this week is the Minister of Defense. I'm talking about Reggie White. I'm throwing back a little bit, but he was my favorite football player as a kid. He played for the Eagles and then for the Packers, number 92. He was one of the nicest guys in the world. I got to meet him when I was a kid. And if you've ever met your favorite athlete, a favorite like musician or something like that, it does something to your connection with them. And he was an amazingly nice and kind man. He was known for that, but he was brutal on the field. There was nowhere to hide. And uh, this coming week, I'm going to get to go see the Eagles play the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field, and I'm not allowed to wear Eagles gear because of where I'm sitting, so I'm sporting number 92 Reggie White Packers throwback jersey, so that I am going to be wearing Eagles underwear, by the way. But all that to say, the Minister of Defense, Reggie White, number 92, check out some YouTube highlight reels, we'll link them up below, and just watch them mess up some quarterbacks. Okay, I just heard some amazing thoughts on a podcast uh, called the CMO Podcast. Actually, it's produced by Gallery Media, which is a holding of Vayner X. Um, either way, a guy named Scott Galloway, if you haven't uh, heard of him before, you should check out this podcast. I'm going to link it up in the notes below. But it was sent to me by a friend, and um, it really has me thinking. So Scott Galloway is a clinical professor of marketing at New York University Stern School of Business, where he teaches brand strategy and digital marketing. He's a New York Times bestseller author. He's got a book coming out called The Algebra of Happiness, um, based on a talk that he did in his class that he made a video. It got millions of views. Either way, he's on the World Economic Forum. He consults with a lot of brands, built companies, sold them. Either way, progressive thinker on brand. And he introduced a question. I think that we are out of the brand era. And for a second, I started listening and getting really intense. I'm like, what do you mean we're out of the brand era? And he defines the brand era as the World War, from World War II all the way through Google. And he said, this is the generation, and this was more than a generation, but this is the age where companies could take a product and build a brand around it and kind of romanticize it and contextualize it and kind of make this allure to it and increasingly and exponentially bring value to a company. Because, you know, one of the examples, like you could take peanut butter that is basically the same and build a brand around it and say, choosy moms choose Jif. And all of a sudden, draw people to this product because they connect with it. And then the company's value could go up. And he says, you know, we're moving out of that era. And the era we're moving into is uh, basically the monopoly era where 
these bigger companies and through data and leverage and unique offerings and subscription models can basically, that's how they show value in the company. So think Amazon Prime, think Netflix, um, think loyalty programs that you pay into. They begin to own these different lanes in your life. And he said, so that is now how businesses can show value on Wall Street and show value to investors. And the ability to do that through brand is going away because convenience is starting to trump the connection with that. And I thought about that as I was listening and I thought about it after. And guess what? I have some thoughts on it and the thoughts are really good news. And this is why. So for somebody that has made brand my stake in the ground and my focus, obviously when I hear something like that, I begin to think, okay, this is a really smart guy. Um, and he's saying this about brand. So should I be um, concerned or thinking about this in a deeper way? The answer is yes, I should be thinking about it in a deeper way because that's my profession. I'm a brand strategist. <laughs> um, and here's what I think. First of all, I don't think that the brand era is over. Um, in the context that he's saying it, really big companies showing really big value. I understand where he's coming from and it's not over. And he even says in the podcast, maybe, you know, it's just sunsetting, like we're past high noon on the brand era, whatever. And here's my thinking. The big companies back in the Mad Men days and Don Draper, like when the CMO would sit in the boardroom and be the 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 voice in the ear of the CEO and how we can spin this or leverage this or contextualize this to build value in the company. Like those days are gone. But back then, those companies were the ones that had the dollars and the talent to basically monopolize great branding. They had the creative leverage. They had the money. They had the ad space. We had limited channels, limited medium to communicate brand, and they owned them all. Television, radio, newspaper, magazines, they owned them. But now what has happened because of information availability because of lowered costs because of the tools that are now available to make content and creative content because those have been pushed down from the big companies that controlled all that leverage and now mid-sized companies small companies individuals kids have access to the same information and the same technology I think we are entering a renaissance time of where now branding has and the ability to brand and leverage a message and an organization through good, solid, empathetic, honest branding. Well, now it's for the masses. So now I think the real opportunity is just beginning. And that's why I'm so happy to be able to work with small and mid-sized businesses and individuals and be able to perpetuate this message of brand because I think everyone wins when we brand better. I think better branding makes a better world because we can be more honest about who we are, more empathetic about who we're talking to, and focus on connection. How do we connect the two and then care for one another? So the brand age is not over. The brand age is just hitting its renaissance. So if you have a business or you're an individual that's trying to start a business or a personal brand or a not-for-profit organization that you want to pull people into your ecosystem... This is the for pulling people in, like gravitational pull. Pulling people into your ecosystem, you now have the tools, this talent all over the place in the market, things that can teach you how to brand, advertising platforms where you can promote the message. 
you have them all at your fingertips. So better branding is making a better world and the brand age isn't over because now it's accessible to all of us. And now I think it is a brand grab and you've heard me say that before to the companies that are paying attention. Now that row of property where the small and medium-sized businesses occupy, now it's a race. Who can build the strongest brand the fastest because you are going to bring and draw people into your ecosystem. And guess what? Once you draw on them into your ecosystem and make a real connection, it's really difficult and it's twice as expensive and takes twice as long for another company to come pull them out of your ecosystem. I was recently having a conversation about um, two automotive manufacturers that have the highest brand loyalty and it's Lexus and Subaru. I don't know if that's one or two. Subaru might be one. I don't know. Lexus and Subaru, top of the heap, front of the pack. And when you start talking about, well, let's try to conquest some Subaru customers, everyone's like, hmm, nah, let's not try because we're not going to be able to do it. Let's focus our attention on somewhere else where the loyalty is not as high because they got there first and they connected. So if you're a small, medium-sized business, if you're any business, this still works. I mean, if you're not in the big data business or the big, you know, uh, you know, owning a, a huge lane of someone's life like consumer packaged goods or, or whatever, now's the time to focus and dial in on brand first execution. And another thing that came up in this podcast that I want to mention is that, you know how I talk about the brand is the center aligning piece and it aligns your customers and your team, pulls them all together to the center? Well, uh, Mr. Galloway had a really interesting take on company culture. And basically he said, a good company culture, in his opinion, is one of the only long-term sustainable assets a company or organization can have. And my mind just blew. Why? Because it's true. Like technology, you're going to age out. You have good technology, that's great. In a couple of years, you won't unless you've been able to pull it off again and innovate again. A company culture is the one thing that you have complete control over 100% of the time. So when it comes to branding your company culture and making brand and the brand mission and vision and values and the honesty and the empathy of your brand, the center of your organization, guess what? Long-term ROI, sustainable ROI. So I started out listening to that podcast. Is this the end of the brand era? Like, oh my gosh, is it the end of the brand era? I just got here. Um, no. It's just the beginning of the renaissance. I got all these papers on my desk right now, which is the rough first draft of the script and the content for the digital branding workshop that we at Congruent are working on right now to further this brand renaissance as we bring better branding and better execution to the masses. And we're going to tell you a lot more about this soon. These workshops are going to be available so and accessible so that anyone that can get together some money, a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks, we can give you a full education on brand. And even if you can't work with the agency, we're going to be able to educate you on how we execute, how you can execute in your marketing, how you can execute in your culture and keep brand at the center of everything you do. This is really the next iteration of my commitment to you, of my commitment to the industry and business at large, and my belief that better branding makes a better world. I really believe that. 
And I really believe that I'm living in an amazing time and an amazing place and the serendipity of, of the moment to be able to uh, propel this message and bring it out so that we can all uh, be connected in a tighter way. It's good things working. So uh, it's fun to let a little bit of the cat out of the bag this week. Um, so yesterday it was late. I'm going over the script. I'm at, at the office. I'm the only one here. And um, and I'm making some final changes. And I said, you know, before I go home, I'm just going to dial up a quick Instagram live and say hi to everybody. See who's up. So open it up. And I talk about this workshop that we're doing. I said it's kind of the next iteration of the book that was released early this year. Somebody that I didn't recognize logs on and says, oh, I read the book. It was fire. It was awesome. And I was like, oh, I just mentioned the book. What's going on? I was like, hey, well, how did you come across the book? And I was like, if you can type it in. Then I was like, I only have a minute. I'm like, hey, do you want to go Instagram live? Right? So I let him go Instagram live. And all of a sudden, boom, a 19-year-old young man pops up on the camera and frankly, it just surprised me because typically the lanes that I've been running in on a business or people that have been buying the book are a little bit older. And so this young man, TJ, my boy now, Instagram buddies, he just made my night. But he was like, I saw you on Gary V's podcast and then I checked out your Instagram feed and I was like, oh, this, this guy's legit. Like he's got good things to say. And then I saw he released a book so I, I was like, well, I'm not in the automotive industry, but I bet if it's anything like his content, got the book, read the book, and he was like, I'm going to apply this stuff to what I'm doing right now. And what he's doing is really cool stuff. He's working with a lot of musicians and artists building out their personal brand. He started his own business. And I just was filled with this overwhelming feeling of like, wow, this message really does have reach. There's a little bit of oxygen infused into the ecosystem because I'm like, wow. I mean, I believe it that it has a broad reach, but when you see it, you're like, ah, now I really feel it. TJ, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, you're my boy. Yeah, that's it. So thank you. If you're watching, if you're listening, this community is growing. Um, I have been DM'd and emailed far more over the past couple of months than I ever have. And I try to help whenever I can. So if you have something I can help with or some thoughts or some vetting, I've gotten everything from like, hey, my dad owns this massive dealership group and I want to help him out. What should I study next? Should I go to college? Should I study? Mar what should I do? Everything from that to I'm building a small business um, to um, can you give me practical tips on marketing? So all kinds of stuff. DM me, hit me up. I'm here to help and build the community so that you can help each other. So if you look down in the thread in the feed on the Instagram account, see who else is following along. Follow them. Ask them a question. That's how this community grows. Uh, massive conversations going on on LinkedIn. So that's it. Uh, got a, events coming up October. Uh, I can't remember the dates. They'll be posted below too. Going to be speaking at the Car Guru's event. Still trying to get Damon John to agree to a podcast episode. So if you know Damon John... If you have access to him on your social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, hit him up and say, hey, please be on the Clarity Compressed podcast when Paul's in Boston. That's how people say yes. They know that people want to hear it. And I know that you'll get a lot of value out of Damon John. Aside from that, keep marching. Keep doing the thing that you're doing. Unless it's a bad thing, then don't do that anymore. But I hope that this brings some encouragement, some insight to you. I hope it makes you get just a little bit sharper, a little bit better so that we can continue to contribute back to the community. Either way, thank you so much for watching and listening and putting up with my rambling toward the end of podcasts. I know, I'm aware, I'm aware. 
but I appreciate you so much and I hope you have an amazing week. Episode 85. Is this the end of the brand era? I don't think so. Yeah. 